Lights. Camera. Watch. Strange way of life. Yeah. Watch. Watch. So this was an interesting movie because it was directed by, I believe, like a, what's it called? Like a, damn, like a clothes designer. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, he's not a clothes designer. He's not? No. Okay. He's this not. is a very, very big filmmaker. Oh, is he? Yes. This is his second ever English language film. Okay, this fail, is a on short my, film. fail on my behalf. The first English language film he's ever done. We also watched this evening. Oh, did? Oh, oh so they did. Okay, he did both. But though. he's very much a Spanish filmmaker. You've probably heard of some of his stuff. Uh, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. Nope. Okay, Parallel Mothers, which came out nope. like two years ago. Okay. All about my mother? Nope. Okay, well then never mind. But he's Fair. very big. Okay, this, this <laughs> just shows the my limitation. If it's like not Star Wars and like Disney or like, I don't know, Martin Scorsese, I have no idea who it is. Well, honestly, I was pretty excited to see this because mm-hmm. I, all of his films, more specifically Parallel Mothers, which came out in 2021, I was like, I'm going to put that on my list because I've heard a lot about this guy and I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of his stuff. And then I completely missed it when it came to movie theaters, and then I didn't get a chance to catch up on it. And then earlier this year, I tried to watch uh, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, which is probably okay. his most, like, I'd say recognized film. Mm-hmm. And um, I tried to watch it off, like, a free streaming service. Okay. And for some reason, it didn't have a subtitle option. Great. So and so you I was like, Spanish? I'm not watching all of this in Spanish. So I got okay. about 15 minutes into it, and then I turned it off, and I was like, I'll pay for it another day. Okay. So this was my first thing I've seen by him. So this guy is a renowned Spanish director. Yeah. And then from what it sounds like his previous movies that you kind of read off, it seems like he was more geared towards a lot of uh, women-centric films. I guess so, yeah. yeah. So this movie itself, you know, starring Ethan Hawke and Pedro Pascal or Papi Pascal, as they call him. Hell yeah. Did they call him that? <laughs> I just made that up. I just thought it was funny. Um, anyhow, like these two guys back in the day were young gunslingers and I guess like fell in love. I can't tell if this was I want to make a Western uh-huh. or if this was St. Laurent's giving me money and I'm going to make a Western. Oh, wow. So I watched this movie and there were so many references to Brokeback Mountain in so many ways. I'm, well, it's a gay cowboy movie. Yeah, I know. But I kind of felt like there was that line towards the end of the movie. Like there's like, what would two like guys working on a ranch with each other you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was all like spoiler alert give each other comfort or something like that so i just thought it was really endearing how they made it two top-notch actors i love ethan hawk i have seen so many of his movies one of my favorite movies of all time of ethan hawk is gattaca have you seen gattaca uh maybe that sounds familiar that's the one where they bioengineer the kids and they oh, like, I have not seen this. You've not? Okay. Gattaca has to be a rewatchable. And okay. Uma Thurman is in there too. And what's his name is in that Jude movie? Law, Jude Alan Law. Alan Arkin. Yes. It is. You know, we will watch that movie. Okay, I'm down. This looks interesting. Yes. I, I think very much it will. It's much more getting closer to the relevance of our day in society than anything else. But back to the movie. You know, I met Ethan Hawke once. Really? He came into the donut shop I managed on the Cape. Uh-huh. And the owner of the donut shop's wife is like this really, really kooky lady. And she was like, yesterday 
I saw Ethan Hawke. And we're like, no, you didn't. You didn't see Ethan Hawke. Like, you were literally a crazy lady. Like, you didn't see Ethan Hawke. Cut to literally five minutes later, Ethan Hawke walked in the door. <laughs> I there was like, you go. oh. <laughs> it's Ethan Hawke. And Ethan Hawke's also played in a lot of, I mean, he has just a great catalog of movies. He is fantastic. Have you ever seen Lords of War? No, I've actually not seen a lot of his movies. Really? I can't even lie to you. I think I've only seen... Um, you, you have what's the one s- where he's literally a child? Oh, I don't know. Yes, you do. It's um, it's the big one, Dead Poet Society. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say Training Day. Oh no, you haven't seen Training Day, bro. No, I haven't seen Training Day. I haven't seen any of the Linklaters. Wow, you haven't seen Training Day. Like honestly, like one of his best movies is Before Sunrise. Yeah, I really, really want to see that trilogy. Yeah. We'll watch it. We'll do it. We'll do a deep cut on all those movies. I'm down. That's next. Have like you a, seen Boyhood? Same director. I've, I've not seen Boyhood, but I'm, I'm assuming it kind of is related. Well, yeah, I guess I. Mean, it's the same filmmaker with Ethan Hawke as a star, but they, it's mm-hmm. the one they made over like 12 years, like mm-hmm. of the kid actually growing up. Yes. Well, this that movie is kind of like a very similar concept as well, too, with years apart. Anyways, back to this uh, little beautiful Western we got over here. Um, it was aesthetically beautiful. I just love the cinematography. I like, I don't know if you want to call it the filter. Oh, wow. That did happen. Whoever is, why we paused awkwardly, she had to show me a photo. Me and Ethan Hawke. You and Ethan Hawke. <laughs> that should be like the photo that we'll just upload. Thumbnail, yeah. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, but I, I just feel like it's just very interesting to see certain stars at certain points in their lives doing roles. And I feel like at this point, they can just do whatever they want and people will just watch it and love it. And the movie theater was packed. Every seat was taken. It was a small movie theater, by the way. I was very surprised, actually. Yeah. I honestly didn't think anybody was going to be there. Because it's like, know. it's a short film. Like, it's a 30-minute short yes. that you're pulling up to and you're paying full price for. So exactly. it's like, I didn't know how many people. But granted, we do live in Los Angeles. And you'd be surprised how many movies I showed up to. And I'd be like, there's going to be no one there. And it's yes. like pretty much a full movie theater. Yeah. So honestly, I can't say I'm surprised. But um, it was nice to see. Also, um, I think stuff like this, it's just like, if you get an opportunity to work with like a filmmaker who's so well-renowned as he is, it's like, Mm -hmm. you just like jump on the opportunity. You want to be in my Western short? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, there you go. What did you like about the movie? Absolutely the style, like in the the filmmaking of it. It's obviously like, I don't want to say the script was weak, but the script was weaker. (laughs) English is not his first language. Okay. Like at the end of the day, like it's not his first language. So that, but it was fine. It did its job. But, um literally just like it's such a simple like most of it takes place in a single room yep. which it takes place outside but like even then like the set dressing was really really beautiful but also just like the cinematography and like just the way everything is shot and i think that just speaks to this man's strengths but also it's just like a master class in acting like the two of them just basically had like a rough short scene where it's everything escalates very very quickly honestly it could have been a full length feature it just wouldn't be a super like unpredictable feature like you kind of see yeah. where it's going yeah i didn't anticipate what happened i did feel like this movie had somewhat of like a soap opera telenovela ish kind of concept very much you know what i mean so i i like that as in some ways it kind of felt very cheesy it felt very very cheesy but i kind of liked it because yes. it was like it was not it was almost acknowledging the cheese yes it was like leaning into it and i was like okay we're here we're gonna make this soap opera western mm. and just let ethan hawk and pedro pascal go crazy just yes. like show off your skills yeah i just liked i felt like there was no stunt doubles looked like they're both riding their horses 
I was really interested. Um, in the very, very long credits for this very short short, yes. um, they did say they had stunt doubles. And I was like, when did they need a stunt double? I don't I have no idea. Pedro Pascal is known for in The Mandalorian that if there's ever like an action sequence and stuff like that, he goes like, fuck it, dog. Like, I'm not going to get injured. You know, I'm not like 20 years old. You know, I'm like yeah. really making my money now, you know? Well, most of his stuff in The Mandalorian, I'm pretty sure he does not do in the yeah. suit. I can imagine this. But you know what I really liked in the movie? I really wanted to know what they were eating. That meal looked so good. It did look pretty good. Yes. I assumed it was like a stew. Yeah. I No, I, you know what I think it is? I could I bet maybe it's a Spanish meal. Probably. It has to, like, I feel like it's like a popular Spanish dish. And it's probably like a Spanish dish the director is like known for maybe for his region. That would be unsurprising. Yes. It was, you know what I liked about, I know we're obviously Saint Laurent, like, like sponsored this movie or gave him a bunch of money uh-huh. i really dug the fashion well like, yeah <laughs> you remember that scene where they open the drawer he's like go get some like he's like i have like no underwear and he pulls out these underwears and they're like the coolest underwears ever <laughs> and i'm like i guarantee that's like a modern underwear or like they really had to retro style like really like old. i was gonna say they look like cool old-timey underwear i wouldn't yeah. describe them as modern there was a sequence when he's just as a green jacket too. Yes, he yeah, I know, right? Like, why? It's so cool. There was a sequence where Ethan Hawke is like trying to tie his little bow tie, uh-huh. and I felt like every time that he doesn't know how to tie a bow tie, so every time it was cut, and every time it was like a different part of it, and then it got done. <laughs> I don't know. I could have been mistaken. Um, I did like their names. I just like the name Silva. I, I I don't know if he had like a full name, but I just liked them that he called them that. It's a cool name. I was gonna. When you said I like their names, I immediately thought Jake is no. that creative of a name. No, it's not Jake. No, Silva. I just like how you call him Silva. Um, but yeah, it was just like really cool, and I like the the beginning part of the movie where the guy's just playing and singing a song. That was really cool. Yeah, especially because like the song's just playing, and for anything that could have just been a song playing, but then it cuts to the character actually standing there and singing. Who was that guy? I have no idea. Was, I can he, look the it up. Per- was he the person that was working in the jail cell? I don't think so. I think no. he's just a cool town dude who's singing his songs. So apparently, let me he's look. credited as singer yes. and nothing else. So I think he just stood on his own. I guess so. Maybe he's just a singer. There you go. Good for him. Anyhow, I never thought the movie would turn to the sequence of the action fighting and stuff like that. So lo and behold, little plot spoilers. Come on, you know movies. If a gun is shown early in the film, the gun will be used by the end. Come on. What if that never happens? What if some person gets rid of the gun and just like makes a metaphor for peace? Just because we have weapons doesn't mean we have to use them. We can use our words. In a Western sub where one of them is the sheriff and they're looking for a criminal, there's gonna be a gun. (laughs) I just, you know what I also felt cheesy about? It's like your son's the only one with a limp. I, I thought he was going to shoot his son. Oh. To be completely honest. No, but you know what's funny? He didn't have a limp when he was just like moving and walking around. You yeah, know he was I mean? tackling the sheriff on yeah, the ground. I mean, like, seriously, how can you have a limp and you tackle the sheriff? Anyways, that action sequence is kind of cool. And it kind of reminded me of that uh, Spider-Man meme. They're both all pointing guns at oh, each other. Okay. Or that sequence in the office where everyone's pointing guns, fake guns at each other. So... I don't know. It was, it was really interesting. I liked I, it. No, I, I liked it too. You know what I want? It's just like I want people to get chances, be creative. And maybe this movie, if it was like an hour and something minutes, maybe it would have been terrible. But like, I a, respect the art of a short film. Yeah. 
I think if you are a filmmaker who has an idea and if you don't think it could be fleshed out mm-hmm. to something, like I think the idea of still making it and mm-hmm. just making it short is genius because yeah. if you're going to flesh it out and like add a bunch of stuff that you truly think doesn't need to be there to like suit your vision, like then don't do it. Yeah. And I feel the same way about TV with all like extra seasons added Absolutely. or like all the stuff. Like we- if you got something that's just like, I think a better example is the second one we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, where personally I kind of like the second one better oh, than the first one. Are we going to talk about the second one together? Are we combining this? I'm down. Okay, here we go. I, I enjoyed the second uh, short actually more than the first short. I, I agree with you. Um, that one felt like the the first one felt like granted if he made like a full length western, it would just be like a western. Mm-hmm. Not that a western's wrong, but like I kind of liked that it was a short and it did exactly what it did. It told the story between the two guys and then it moved on. Mm-hmm. But like, it could have been a full length movie. Mm-hmm. Like you could have added more things in a yeah. Western town, like pretty easily and fleshed mm-hmm. it out. While the second one was like wild turn of events, essentially just like a phone call. Yes. But if that was lo- any longer, like it would have been ruined. Yeah. I thought that was like a great monologue. Oh my God. Tilda Swinton went crazy yes. in that. So the, what was the second one called? The human voice. Yes. The human voice. Did you have anything else to say about the strange way of life or can we? No, I just I just thought it was great. I like the way they ended it. They made it really realistic. One thing I'll add. Very wholesome ending. Wholesome ending, but you know it was very smart. Silva was very smart. He's all like, when I get into town, I'm gonna tell everyone that you like tried to kill me and stuff like that. It's like, how are they gonna believe like someone bandaged you up and stuff like that? Yeah. I just thought it was like in your face. Like I'm smarter than you, bro. He made a good point, and he clearly wasn't trying to kill him. Yeah, he loves. He was trying to shoot his son. Yeah, and he gave his son money. He's like, run away. I like how he's like real with his son. He's like, you're a piece of shit. But it's like, you're you are still... garbage and I will shoot you if yeah. you don't leave now. Yes. And he's like, his son seems like a spoiled kid. He's like, he's like, this is not enough. He's like, work, you piece of shit. Go work. You know, I can't just give you money. You can't keep taking care of your fuck ups, you know? Anyways, Tilda Swinton. Am I pronouncing that right? Swinton. Swinton, forgive me. The human voice. That was a great monologue. I just love the fact that she's like the beginning of the movie. She's in that gorgeous red outfit. Yeah. She also had killer outfits throughout yeah. this. Yes. It, did you look up this, the second one was sponsored by Chanel? I think it was sponsored by Chanel. Is it, it just because they mentioned the Chanel bag? Or? I, I, I think so. I, 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 I was reading through it. I was trying to find something that said Chanel, but like I can't find it. But I, it had to be sponsored by Chanel. Well, first of all, anything just opening with like... Tilda Swinton in sunglasses, a killer outfit, just shopping for an axe with mm-hmm. no content, mm-hmm. no context. It's like, that's all I need. You've sold me. I'm uh, so excited for what's coming next. How beautiful was the setup of the hardware store where all like the axes were just looked like they had designer cut co- like covers, covers. <laughs> like everything. And when the person came and helped them, like like when she was checking out, she was obviously in Europe because yeah. they're paying in euros. And the way they were gift gift wrapping the axe was, was like awesome. It was like perfect. <laughs> it's like it looks like that's how like you that you, felt just that part of the wrapping of the axe uh, felt very Wes Anderson. Yes, I felt like the person that was wrapping that was like an actual like art designer for fashion to wrap it the way they did. You know, or am I giving it too much credit? I think you're giving it too much credit. I think it oh. was nicely done, but I wouldn't be like wow. Yeah, I think also the other star of that that little short was the dog incredible dog great dog incredible dog <laughs> but uh it just like it just takes it's like she's not even outside she's like inside like an underground 
house. I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. if, do you think it was just a short film so they made the house set clearly a set to save money because they knew they were going to burn it down? Or is it supposed to be like a metaphor for something like none of this is actually happening or real? Or did you think it had like a deeper meaning or it's just like I this is what it, we have? I thought it was like a scenario playing in our mind. You know what did I mean? Did you think it was supposed to be a play? I think so. I mean, I could be wrong, but it's sort of like, I don't know too much about the director's past. You know, you would think we'd do some more research. I just thought it was interesting because it clearly like it takes place in like a gorgeous house set, but the house uh-huh. set is clearly a set uh-huh. and there are multiple shots in it where yes. there's like one pretty early on where it like, well, she, the, the opening shots of her walking from the hardware store, she walks into like a studio lot, mm-hmm. but then there's like a, a scene early on where she's sitting in the house and the camera lifts above yes. and you can see all the rooms, view. which was super, super cool. And then there are, like, multiple sequences throughout after where they're, like, walking around the end. And you can clearly see that it's, like, a fake-built set. But, like, she's having a... The whole thing is, like, her having a conversation with her husband on the mm-hmm. phone. Using... Not an, not using an Apple phone. An Android. Which she's using an Android? Yes. Which is very uncommon. I usually see, like, iPhones in movies. Well, do you know the thing about iPhones in movies? That if you are the villain of a story, you cannot use an iPhone? Shut up. So some things pretty early on you can spot um, who might be the bad guy because they'll be using an Android. A very famous example is in Glass Onion. Oh, wow. In the first Glass Onion. Or not the What am I talking about? Knives, Knives out. out. In the first Knives Out. Jesus. Um, every Spoiler. single person has an iPhone except for um, Chris Evans' character Captain and um, Anna DeArmas' character. Oh, wow. So it's pretty much like between the two of them, like who's going to be the bad guy. That's so cool. You know that? No, man. That's like an Apple like contract thing. Like you can't have the villain hold our, you can't have like someone doing bad things hold our, um, our product. Yeah. Fuck. Cause Tilda Swinton takes the call on, um, AirPods. Uh huh. What with an Android phone? I don't think they're AirPods. Well, they look like AirPods. Um, they all look like some type of form of beats. You know, cause I was looking at the case. It wasn't an, those, those, you know how Apple airpods look like the, yeah. the new ones look like that or the pros look like that but i really like the conversation she was having i like i find it really fascinating when people can dialogue like that they just i mean not that like they just can monologue like that yeah just talking to themselves and it's like really there's like a person there i mean as good as the acting was in the first short um mm-hmm. pedro and Ethan Hawke just like going crazy. Um, Tilda Swinton really ate this one up. In yeah. other words, no, like, she, no, she's a fantastic actress. Like all credit to her, and just like the simple things that she was doing, and like the you know what I really liked. There was that sequence where she was trying to OD or trying to like sleep, and she took all these like drugs yeah. that looked like candy. It was so perfectly made. Mm-hmm. Like I was just shocking. I I I thought she was gonna OD at that point. I did too. Yeah. I thought it was good. Well, at that point, we didn't really know what was going to happen because she hadn't even like picked up the phone call mm-hmm. yet. So I wasn't sure if this was going to be like a descent into madness, if this mm-hmm. was going to be like a a suicide story and like a different character was going to come in. Mm-hmm. But um, that was an she, OD. Yeah. I also found it really interesting. Like when she woke up, she stuck her head in the shower and just washed her face like that. Yeah, all of her clothes on. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I thought like, hey, that's kind of like a, a different way of doing it. Like maybe you just don't want to shower, but you just want to wash your head. <laughs> I, I just kind of found that kind of like very artistic. Like, I, have you ever seen that in a movie before? Like someone just like putting their head down and just like rinsing it like that? Honestly, no. Yeah, that's why I just found it like, wow, this is very different. Like a different thing. It was like someone's like losing their head. Yeah, literally. Yes. 
and then like the dog just coming in there like the dog sound like seemed like the, like the moral compass like mm-hmm. what are you doing like the sequence where she's like going crazy and like chopping up her suit i felt like there was like a seduce i felt like she was like the other woman did you get that vibe well it was clear that her husband had left her for someone else mm-hmm. but i mean at that point i was like i at that point i thought um maybe there was she was just like losing her mind and it was going to cut to later that there was a body she was chopping up on yeah. the bed i thought that could have been it too like yeah. i thought like we would have like a sequence where this is her imagination playing out and then she, we see like the dead body i thought i thought that was what was going to happen but wow. um uh unlike a strange way of life this one was very very well written yes and the monologue like the complete contradiction on the phone call of oh like I've been waiting for you. I went out with my friends. I had a meal. I did all this thing to like, no, like I've been waiting in the house, like basically killing myself mm-hmm. for you to return. It was the complete like bait and switch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Also, just the visual of her watering the plants with the gasoline was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know, that's what I like. Like people need to take chances. Like this is just like, you know, people like, say art i'm like yeah this is like art like let, let take a chance let something be different like give me a small give me a small piece of candy that's all i want mm-hmm. you know i don't want a box of chocolate just give me a small piece i'll be happy with it and we can talk about it and people can di- dig deep into like everything from like what the dog's purpose was in the entire movie you know like it was just kind of weird like the dog's just barking at her like whenever she's doing something reckless what was the other scene the dar- dog was I think the dog is there to prove that like she's the crazy one in this relationship mm-hmm. and he probably left for a good reason and she's probably crazy maybe the metaphor is like the dog is the guy because he's so well-mannered and behaved and the only time like he like reacts is like when she goes nuts maybe it's like what are you doing like the dog's like barking it's like she's chopping out like the the suit the dog's <laughs> like, stop stop what are you doing you know what i mean like it was kind of weird and i also thought like the axing would be much more violent like the clothes would get ripped off or the bed sheets would get yeah, more no, she held up the pants after they yeah. were fully intact yeah maybe that's just something playing in her mind maybe she lost it well, yeah yeah i just can't think of anything else man. she took exactly 13 pills she definitely lost it yeah I didn't count on pills she took, but it well, was she. A, she said it. She thing. said it. Wow. It's her lucky number. Is it? She just. It was, she just went up and down throughout the entire conversation. She was just up, down, up, down, up, down. It was interesting. I loved the ending. Yeah. Why? I just thought it was kick ass. Would you like do it anything different? Um. Well, I guess I'd like to. I mean, maybe I'm just like numb in the head and I don't see the the reference to the set, but um. I'd like to know more of like why it was the look like a set mm-hmm. and but just the burning it all to the ground and watching the, the specifically the shot of her speaking through the flames was like mm. my favorite part because that was just a killer visual yeah maybe that's her just saying like i'm willing to burn down my entire house well yeah that's what she literally did i know but like maybe it was like <laughs> go to where a... you are look yeah. at where look towards the house that we shared together and mm-hmm. watch it fucking burn bitch and they obviously had a lot of money oh yeah i mean you pay 50 euros for a fucking axe also you can we money. talk about her um film selection what do you, oh kill bill <laughs> kill bill oh, she yes. had phantom thread oh she, she had, had 50 shades i think i think she had a 50 shades of gray book. that sounds right then jackie <laughs> yes Wow, like all women just seeking like kind of revenge. Revenge, yeah. literally. Yes. But yeah, that was just like a cool part. It's like Kill Bill DVDs and stuff like that. It was kind of funny. You know what I mean? 
it else? felt like because uh, honestly like it felt not really tied down to like a time period but then when you whip out like phantom thread it's like okay it can't be that long ago yeah well this was made in 2020 yeah it was <laughs> well i thought it was spectacular i just thought very it very like, cool yeah, yes and since um we, we went to a screening for the strange way of life and this one was just like an added bonus thing that was kind of cool that they so did that. we weren't really yeah it was it, it made it worth it because i at the end of the day we did pay a movie ticket for a 30 minute short film so at least that they fleshed it out to an hour was like yes. nice and then i feel like it also gave an opportunity for anybody who didn't see this first one because it was 2020 and like covid times yes to check it out because i definitely wouldn't have checked it out unless it was just like played for us you know what's really cool about both the movies like when the movies end there's their the ending credits are all beautiful very very beautiful yes. you just get like a fade to black and just like credits they're just beautiful the credits on these well, well the whole thing was i think that's really this guy's like specialty is just aesthetics mm. more than anything else but i'm i'm into it like i, I want to watch women on the verge of a nervous breakdown women on a verge of a nervous breakdown on a verge of a nervous breakdown oh this is a movie like that takes place in 88 yeah it's like really big antonio banderas is in it too yeah wow damn big movie in espanol anyways I don't have any more to say about these. I don't either. I had a blast. These are awesome. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.